0: GM, GM, good morning, good morning, give everyone a little bit of a chance to filter in here. No, what do I got in the back here? Make a noise. Cool.
1: Tell you what you got in the back there.
0: Your Christmas
1: tree still on January 12th. All right. So
2: (laughs)
0: all right. We had some COVID issues <laughs> over the holidays, and some people missed Christmas, so mm. we did the little bit. Let's, let's let it ride for a little bit. It's coming down probably today. Oh. You love Christmas. I
1: was—I was just gonna say—I—I I was only having some fun with you. I am—I am a full <laughs> Christmas maxi. I'm fine with leaving the lights up as long as you want. I go and study other cultures to find out when they do their Christmas celebrations, and I found with Russian Christmas, you can extend Christmas right on through to like January uh, at least 12th, if not a yeah, little longer.
0: So I had some friends that just did their like Serbian Christmas,
1: yeah. Yeah, exa- uh, exactly. It Goes
0: on for a while.
1: It does. It
0: does.
1: I, I'm these. very.
0: I'm a student
1: of all the Christmas traditions from around the world. I'm obsessed. I love them.
0: Um, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It is. Uh, a, it is a good time. I undisputed. wholeheartedly agree. Undisputed. Look at all these DJs filing in here: Zakoki, got Mike Track, <laughs> Rad, and oh, the is Gape, James GM, Johnson GM. You know zakokui i got a few
1: uh i got a few stink bids out there on some littles i'm hoping to join the fam today i'm hoping
0: we'll see yeah oh um actually like that's um, a ghost put in the uh the dj dojo we should do a segment on like what happened to like whatever happened to and follow up and uh there's definitely a couple of those i don't want to say the littles falls into that but it's definitely one that's quietly been doing great things um sorry I truly think they played it
1: well, right? They launched towards the end of the bear market. We weren't out of it yet. We had seen some decent cooks, but nothing could hold post mint. It was like Swamp Verse launched around the same time. They do good for a couple days. Um, but that was the string where OpenSea rugged us. We like we were in the bear market for weeks. We had had three days. Finally, we got all these cooks. We got the littles. We got Swampverse. Some of our old collections started moving again. It looked like we were coming out of it. And boom, OpenSea rugged us. It was like literally floor glitches for a day. All the floors were like, 30% Thirty percent higher than OpenSea was saying. Everyone was listing at what OpenSea's uh, price. It was a it was a disaster. Stopped everything, but to the little's point, you know, to to their credit. What he did is he really tempered expectations and said, we don't have anything ready. Do not buy these if you're expecting some sort of game, some sort of token, some sort of magic roadmap. We haven't announced anything. We don't have any plans after Mint. And I think that that is a brilliant way to manage, you know, because If you allow your collection to get so far ahead of itself that they let Littles rally to like 2E and everyone thought it was gonna be the next big thing and you had 100, 200, 300 people buy a 2E and then it crashed down to 0.2, you know, and the next few weeks after, that can ruin a collection. That leaves a bunch of angry people who never wanna go back. You don't want You don't you never want to get so far ahead of yourself that you create this situation where people buy, you know, 80 percent, 90 percent higher um, than where you end up. And I think Will and the Littles team really managed expectations very well there. And now you can see, you know, I think as they rise here, all those support levels are rock solid, like they have slowly been moving into the hands of holders. I think you're seeing this as an example with Lemon Friends who, you know, takes three steps forward, two steps back, three steps forward, two steps. But each time the wall is thinner, you're adding uniques. And I mean, that's, you know, that's what you want to see in, in these projects you believe in long term.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. We've seen such an amazing redistribution of NFTs um, to uh, unique holders, new people entering the space. Um, we talked a little bit about like you know why these low mint prices are working so well, and uh, yeah, I think there's just a kind of a new dichotomy going on in the space. Um, and and as you said, unless the volume is uh, really 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 drops off over the next ten days, uh, I think we're gonna see some really thin floors up to like that those real floor levels and uh because you got to remember a lot of people aren't in this for trading right or, or don't have traders mentality a lot of people don't want to take a loss they want to you know hold their bags to, for the you know um uh Morris to be the next board apes right you know so you know they maybe they bought at 1.5 they bought at two ETH and now there's like you know if it's down to 1.8 1.7 they're not like oh I guess sell now right
1: Maury's is such a great case that you know this is one of my pet collections that like shout out to lucas who turned me on to it originally he minted a bunch and i didn't mint i had to buy off the secondary right afterwards but they were super cheap. i remember i paid 0.04 0.05 pre-reveal whatever it was this was some of the best profile picture art since cool cats like you know it launched when it launched the market was what it was But this was this the traits, the arts, the artist, the community, this project had everything. And it ended up getting all the way up, I want to say, to point four. The bear hit. And I mean, this thing sat under point one. I mean, it was at point oh four. It was beautiful.
0: Can't believe I didn't pick any up.
1: Yeah, 0.04, 0.05 four weeks. I mean, I can't it was just one of the things I would talk about. People'd look at the price, be like, I mean, they're nice, but whatever. It's a dead collection, right? Like anything that goes under 0.01, I mean, excuse me, point one with this type of gas, it's a dead collection. But you you just when the art is this good, and if you looked at that community, right, go out. You want to test a community, go out and make a tweet with their hashtag, put up one of their NFTs and see the response. You want to know what really, really got me bullish on Creature Toads? I think they give me even more engagement. Then family and lemons and family and lemons give me a ton of engagement, but creature toads community is insane. They they bomb and raid anything I tweet about them. And this was true with families for with the famery or crypto Mories for months and. Eventually, a very large venture capitalist firm and hedge fund aped hard. I mean, they they brought it and it got way ahead of itself, of course, but they brought it from like under point one all the way up to point seven over the course of a little bit. And then they fell all the way back down to point three again. And they were between point three and point four for what seemed like weeks. But man, congratulations to Morris that finally got their due. I mean, I, I, this, this poor collection has meant to be over one ETH since the beginning. I'm very, very happy that they are where they are. And yes, they've pulled back along with everybody else after that blow off top on Saturday. But that's another one where given how slow it ramped up and given how many unique holders that Maury's end up in the hands of, I think that all the support levels on Maury's are rock solid. And this is another collection I think will become an elite this year. I mean, I'm not predicting ten ETH necessarily for Maury's, but they deserve to be over one, over two. And I think three ETH is not a crazy target for them
0: yeah can't believe i didn't pick any of those up um all right on that note you want to start the show let's do it (laughs) all right gm everybody and welcome to the january 12th wednesday edition of the a.m morning show hosted live on youtube and twitch uh thank you everybody for joining us this we this morning we got a 32 strong in here and plenty of lovely gms in the chat going on uh so gm to everybody i am your host r2 dgen joined with me as always by mr free market capitalist hey now Hey, now, how are you doing today? How's your Wednesday been going so far? Oh,
1: been going great. Um, as floors have cooled off around the board, I have noticed rares moving in a lot of collections, and I've even noticed whales and influencers and important people within NFTs picking off ones they like. Shout out to Keith Grossman, who who joined the Speci fam yesterday. And again while we're technically down on floors oh, across the I board that too, yeah well we're technically down on on boards across the floor i'm I'm very heartened by all the action still we have amazing cooks going on and a few collections we got looks at four dollars and 54 cents per coin Unreal. right now i feel great r how about you yeah,
0: I'm feeling real good too. Honestly, man, this has been a really exciting week. Uh, the only kind of uh, you know damper on the celebrations has been that really high gas levels that we've seen where over. Where uh, would we be you know,
1: if we had 50 gas? Oh rate, God, gas unreal! Terror, where would we be?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's been kind of uh, suppressing the market a little bit. You see the higher, higher higher floor projects move a little bit more as, uh, you know, if you're trading three ETH on something, maybe that 0.03 in gas to to buy it is a little more tolerable. But right now, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's just slowing things down a little bit. Um, ETH is also going on a little bit of a run, which, you know, tends to do it uh, as well. But it really hasn't, killed the nft market like it has in the past and that's a really really encouraging sign i think things like looks rare are doing wonders to help that out either you got that airdrop and uh, you cashed out and you were able to buy some nfts with it i saw so many posts on twitter being like thanks looks rare for the free specie," or thanks yep. for the lemon or you yeah. know et cetera, et cetera, yeah. which is wonderful you know i i, I kind of you know, jab at people saying like, you know, you you talk shit about OpenSea for the past four months and this competitor comes along and hands you free money and then you're just going to sell it and go on OpenSea. But honestly, (laughs) if that's if that's the play and that's what you want to do, kudos to you because it is a win. Right. And it doesn't mean that looks rare isn't going to be a success you know it's more of just that like a jab at it like you know like let's let's explore what's under the hood here but yeah it's been a it's been a really good day really good week so far and uh yesterday was pretty interesting there was some really hot cooks going on alpha mint uh, definitely took advantage there and had some huge wins uh we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show Definitely some drama going on. We had Hunger Brains drop going on last night. It was supposed (laughs) to be at 7 p.m., got pushed back to 10 p.m. Big shout out to our uh, new member of the Mint, Mr. Bean, for um, uh, finding some pretty interesting stuff going on there. He kind of broke the news to everybody and kind of started uh, a little bit of turmoil in the Hunger Brains world. So we're going to try and get him on the show a little bit later uh, to kind of run us through that. So hopefully we're able to. I was laughing so hard for so long
1: last night. I had to, we were all on VC. I had to mute my microphone and like my face was hurting. It was so numb. I I have never seen what... What we witnessed last night was remarkable. We'll go over it in detail,
0: but wow. Just wow. Yeah, JQ say can't wait to make <laughs> their game. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I mean, this was uh, it was a hilarious turn of events, but it seems like they've got wow. things back on the rails, and there's a lot wow. to unpack there, so we'll do that a little bit oh, more. Oh,
1: yeah. You all that. may be surprised with my position on the whole thing, but it was remarkable yesterday to uh, to, to witness this for sure.
0: Yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all. Let's jump into what's going on in cryptocurrency. As I mentioned, ETH having a little bit of a rebound now. Uh definitely not back to uh pre-dump levels, but ETH is slowly kind of cre- crept back up to that 3400 mark. Um you know, up 8%, 9% on the day, but I don't think that's a very jarring number when um, we've gone down as low as we have. Uh so I again, I don't think it's affected the NFT market in the same way that this would if we were at all-time highs and it's still going up. Uh, Bitcoin is crossing that 44,000 threshold as well, which is a decent sign. Um, I would love to see these just, you know, inch their way back up. I'm not in any kind of hurry for these things to be at, you know, a hundred thousand and 10 K. Um, but you know, it's never a bad thing, but I'm enjoying the NFT market as it stands right now. So, uh, yeah, does it, yeah. does it start to feel like we're out of the woods? I mean, I know we said this last time or oh, are we out of the woods yet? And then like, boom, like bit of a world of hurt, but, uh, we're, we are, getting to a point where um support has to be getting pretty strong
1: yeah i said yesterday that we bottomed uh, i think we have i don't think we're going to be under 3000 again for a few months if we even do Get under three thousand. You know, two things here. Yes, we've bottomed. I think that the worst is over for this current leg down. I think Beras are dead going forward in that respect. But I do believe we're going to be range bound this year between five thousand and three thousand. We briefly poked under three thousand to scare everyone. I think we will briefly Poke above 5,000 at some point in April or May just to scare all the bears. And then we will quickly uh, crash back down into range. And that's pretty much all I think right now.
0: Yeah, I think there's some encouraging signs um, with the like the wallet distribution and people's propensity to sell. I think it's becoming definitely lower than it was last week. So uh, we might we might hold steady like this for a bit, and like you said, range bound for a while. It has felt like we've been saying that for a while too. So it is all. Good. Um, we're gonna be saying it all year, sir. Could be, yeah. I mean, we we might actually just get to a point in like February where it's been regurgitating like Ethereum at thirty four hundred. Well, no, I.
1: I'll tell you, it's not
0: going to be calm.
1: It, it ain't going to be a calm range. I'll tell you that. But we're going to have some stuff okay. to talk about. But we'll stay in that range by my best uh, guess right now. Though you know, you have a working thesis. And you have your your probabilities, but you always react to reality. So I don't you know, you never take anything I say as gospel. What I do is I come up with scenarios. I have conviction for them. But you also have to open your eyes and look at reality and adjust. You can't you're never going to force your thesis onto the market. Um, so just keep that in mind. I, I, I talk in definitives because it's quicker than just, you know, making an asterisk on everything I say. But just keep that in mind when I when I talk about these things.
0: That was your uh, passive aggressive, not financial advice. Disclaimer. I love that.
1: You. That was my <laughs> I'm never going to say NFA again because I just made that statement. Understand that nothing I do is is F- F.A.
0: <laughs> FMC NFA, You got it. Um, all right. Let's switch into some news for the morning. We got IMF economists warn of contagion risk and increasingly linked Bitcoin and stock market. Several IMF economists contend <laughs> that the correlation between stocks and cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin could soon pose risks to financial stability. Are they saying
1: they were convinced that Bitcoin was not a risk asset up until now? What are they even talking about? What yeah, are they this- even...
0: This is just like uh, vomit. Like, what do you call that? Verbal vomit. Them just yeah, talking yeah, it, or whatever. It, it, but what it, I what it, I actually it, kind of took from this is that they're now worried about the stocks being correlated to cryptocurrencies, and that you know. So I think in a roundabout way, they've actually admitted that the you know crypto has gotten so big that um, stocks are at risk of t- correlating to its volatility, not sure. the other way around. Right, right. I mean, I, 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 I don't friendly. believe
1: that. No, no, I don't believe that in the least. No, I don't either. Crypto is still a a, a peon compared to like the the equities derivatives. market. The equities derivatives market like, is worth like 100 million. times the total market cap of crypto. So we're still that. Hey, that's a good thing, right? It's very good that we are still really small relative to traditional financial assets. And that's going to change a lot over the, the years words. to come, but, you know, <laughs> we're, we're early. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I love it. We, we're, we're going to, um, you know, we, we are going to see, Governing bodies, traditional economists, you know, people whose entire livelihoods and interests rely on the current system constantly flail and say ridiculous things in, in regards to crypto because it's it's becoming a threat to their way of life.
0: Yeah, they're worried. We've uh, I actually haven't seen an article pop up about uh, the UK doing something dramatic in the last couple of days, which is shocking. I have three but, day-
1: we should have that sign. Nothing from the UK yeah. in three oh, days.
0: I'm gonna, but I'm put, gonna go out. Yeah, I'm gonna go out and buy one of those like little slide letter boards that you always see that Instagrammers use, where they put like some kind of cheesy saying uh, with their coffee cup yeah. and like put it right back here. And uh, yeah, days since the UK has panicked. I guess I don't know something like that. Um, but yeah, that, that was just a funny headline that I kind of caught. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. Like, what are they saying? Um, crypto prices are down while the NFT market remains red hot. Here's why. This is just an interesting article that I will uh, link to um two in the uh the dojo there but uh just kind of regurgitating everything that we've already said it seems like uh you know the blockchain gaming all of the metaverse stuff celebrities jumping in uh big brands jumping in has just put nfts um in such a forefront don't know what's going on with my browser here uh the forefront it's almost uh in a a way it's, it's catching more of the news cycle to normal people um than crypto because it's just even in a love it or hate it capacity on traditional social medias and news websites, it's getting so much exposure that I think uh, we might even just temporarily see a bit of a decoupling here or maybe permanently. I don't know. It's just uh, I think NFTs um, people have stronger feelings on them either one way or another. And, you know, that's always, that's always good for kind of the engagement and uh, and, and the, the, the cycle, you know,
1: Correlations work until they don't. Right, so people. None of these things are written in stone, and as people move towards a concept, once too many people believe and understand a concept, it stops working. Right, we know this. So I think that there. we're we're seeing a lot of, you know it's crypto's becoming an efficient market in front of our eyes it is not efficient right now in many many ways there's there there's no arbit, there are no arbitrage opportunities in traditional markets anymore or they're very very far and few between right but there are in crypto there are oh, yeah. many in crypto on a daily basis and those are going to go away over time right as we become more efficient Uh, And I do think uh, there will be a sort of decoupling, but you have to understand risk on risk off is an evolutionary function. This has nothing to do with what market you are in when when the human animal is scared. It hoards resources and tries to hide. And when the human animal is not scared, it shares resources and tries to gather them regardless of the risk. And this is just an evolutionary function, I think, will be applicable across all markets for as long as we are in existence.
0: Yeah, we actually had a really good, great, uh, uh, really good, great, really great private conversation the other day about arbitrage opportunities and, uh, you know, how. Um, and in TradFi, you know, quants have become such a desirable thing because they're going into like eighth level derivatives of like market movements and correlation of these numbers and all of that stuff. Right. And they're very, very hard to find these arbitrage opportunities. And even when you do, you're talking about like pennies. Right. So that's right. Now no, you're no, about no, you're not talking
1: pennies. You're talking it's pennies. point hundreds and thousands of a cent. Right. Like. No. You, and not only that, you need the absolute best tools performing at their absolute peak at all times with no downs. And we're talking about high frequency trading. If you don't understand, firms like Citadel, um, who locate their offices as close to the New York Stock Exchange as possible. Literally because the milliseconds it takes for the signal to go through your fiber wire makes a difference in their ability to arb stocks, right? Back in the day, there were fat drunk idiots on the floor of the stock market <laughs> smoking and making money off the spreads in stocks. Like you you know, the spread on General Motors would be. You know, the ask would be fifty dollars, and the buy or the buy would be fifty dollars, and the ask would be uh, forty-five. Right? There'd be a five dollars spread between the bid and the ask. So the, you could anybody, well, not anybody, but the people who were trained to do that could easily arb these spreads. And I mean, w- many people know about the Japanese carry trade, which is the most famous arb opportunity in, in modern economic history. These things don't exist anymore because markets are now efficient. That is because of technology in crypto. It's not efficient because of friction. And that is a form of technology. You know, user interface um, is a type of technology, but this, it takes time to bore out. And believe it or not, regulation is your friend. One reason we don't have just instant, slick, easy to access interfaces is regulation. We think regulation is bad. It's one reason you have opportunity right now. It's the hurdles you have to jump over and under for you to get the bag.
0: And that, that well, friction creates so much opportunity. Yeah. And like, you know, make no mistake about it, these markets will mature to the point where these easy ARB opportunities do get kind of washed out, either, you know, be it the number of participants in it, really kind of start to close that gap, or things like looks rare, which we'll talk about very shortly, um, you know, add in a function for a market buy order, uh, which is basically just a you know a, a bot. Doing wet offers on all of the floors in a, in a project, but you know, putting it as a feature, uh, kind of taking that arb opportunity away, right? Like as these things, as these products and these things develop, and people's desires for them um, increase, uh, that arb opportunity will start to be washed away.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, it's it's just the mere fact one day there will be guys in suits uh sitting in a room courting middle-aged people who work in corporate jobs and saying, "Yes, we can get you 8% on this Ave investment of your." You know, there's not going to be these crazy ass yield farms where you're making 1 million percentage of shit. That's a pure result of you being uh early, right? We know. That's what it is. But This is, you know, you're taking advantage now. These things are these opportunities are going to whittle down over time. You just prepare for it. And ideally, your bag is so big that 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 5% you're earning in 2031 is going to be really nice for you.
0: Yeah, you got it. Uh, the, yeah, there's there's so much more to come. And we still have lots of time. But uh, this, you know, um, the like you said, the 1000% a year APY and stuff that doesn't last forever. Um, yeah. Let's, uh, let's move on. And oh, I pulled up this article and I don't even know what it is. It looks Interesting. (laughs) I think I clicked the wrong link, but after backlash, Ubisoft calls gaming NFTs a major change that will take time. Um, so we actually talked about Ubisoft mentioning it, uh, later or earlier in the week. And, um, Uh, I, my, my standpoint on just reading the headline is that the, you know, gamers have notoriously pushed back against NFTs. Uh, I'm I'm not really sure why, and we've kind of tried to dissect that and and see at the core of it, like why, um, having ownership over your digital assets seems so scammy to them, but like, uh, you know, uh, products doing these loot boxes and stuff where you have to pay, for, I, I don't know, there, there's there's something going on there that doesn't make sense to me. And I think it's only a matter of time before that mentality shifts. Uh, you know, we saw uh, Discord talk about integrating um, uh, crypto and uh, NFTs into their platform. Now, Discord is traditionally... Uh, a gaming platform, but has definitely, you know, evolved into a lot of the uh, the financial world partaking on Discord as well. Uh, but there, there was a lot of backlash when they announced that too. And uh, I don't know, do you think that this is something that's on the horizon that like eventually people just have to accept it or they will accept I- it or even desire it? I think this is a function of two things. Right. We're all
1: we're all influenced by society. And right now there's a few major issues within society, the environment being one. right? And for better or for worse, the media has latched on to this idea that crypto is a big contributor to climate change, uh, hurting the environment. So this is like subconsciously planted into most people's minds. Right. And then and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I know how corporations work. And if you don't think they have people in all the chat rooms and all the discords that doing psyops.
0: huge for that.
1: Yeah, of course. And, and talking about how NFTs are the devil. I mean, this directly threatens the business model of all of these video game companies. And of course, just like Mark Zuckerberg, they're all going to adapt and change and move towards the meta, for lack of a better term. But- Right now, they're going to slow it down as much as possible with as many FUD false stories as they can insert into all the uh, traditional places. So I think it's a combination of these two things. I don't think anyone is is I don't think anyone except these corporations and the media are, ma- you know, have bad intentions here. I think people are just misinformed. They don't understand. And of course, they will see the light eventually.
0: Yeah, I mean. It's it. I think there's also a function of like these companies aren't often endeared by the gamers themselves too. Uh, EA is like one of the most hated com- uh, corporations in the world, and that extends beyond just gaming. Um, that being Electronic Electronic Arts. arts? Yeah. Yeah. What? Tell me the um, story. Sure their uh their their willingness and desire to just reskin old games without any kind of innovation or gameplay yeah. repackage it for a hundred dollars um oh, selling of loot boxes it. and stuff like that i mean they really do take any and all opportunities to kind of extract every dollar value out of uh out of their gamers that they can with as little effort as possible i think um and you know some other gaming companies are very much endeared for their you know lack of adoption towards it, it's, centers around microtransactions um but uh you know if done properly gamers really like them i think fortnite and rocket league have done it very successfully but it, the, it, games like ea where they have these sports franchises the nhl um uh the uh, madden nfl series the fifa series uh, nba isn't really one of their their ips but uh uh you know they they release these new games every year and honestly like i bought my son uh, nhl 22 and, you know, he had an HL 21. And like we put it in and I was playing it with him and there's like the you know be a superstar mode or something like that which I had played in the past and then I was like oh, I'll, I'll I'll make a new one with you and you know just didn't watch it was literally the same fucking game like the same cutscenes, the same everything everything was the same they they did not do a single thing to it Um, and you know th- that was one of the features that he loves playing and I was like fuck man like I just spent a hundred bucks on this game and they like, it was the same game so that's that's kind of the uh, the long answer to why EA is not overly appreciated and i think when these companies start saying like oh check out this new thing i, I think i've just talked myself into the reason why uh, gamers don't like it because i think yeah. that it immediately just signals oh another way to take money from us
1: understand so, i never knew look at that,
0: that live on the show i just okay. figured it out
1: i never knew that about electronic arts to be like honestly to me electronic arts is ea sports madden like that was all that was the only thing that I really got into <clears throat> as a kid was playing Madden football. And that was kind of e- that's mm-hmm. that was EA sports to me. I, I don't know their catalog. I didn't know that they, you know, they do this type of stuff or whatever. And I want to shout out Icon who, you know, he said, note that several of the gaming studio groups already have a blockchain oriented department or have hired freelancers to investigate. Of course, I'm sure. And then, you know, we've Chris, we talked about it yesterday, Zynga mobile gaming, uh, was bought by Take Two, and they both want to move into Web Three. Uh, you know, Zynga is is proficient in mobile. Take Two makes traditional console games for the most part. Icon, tell me this: is there a chance that Ether Orcs would be negotiating maybe with one of these larger um, video game companies to develop their property? Is, is I don't I'm not asking if you know if they're in private negotiations. I'm saying is that a mindset you think they're in? Do they want to go completely independent?
0: yeah i I, i'm I'm not going to answer for icon um but i definitely think that there's uh for some of the bigger games that already exist there's definitely some partnership arrangements that might end up taking place even if it's just kind of like that distribution thing Mm -hmm. um but uh but you know i think a lot of these uh companies are going to try and put their existing ip into the the format um and to reduce their own kind of friction because like if gta you know integrates uh you know their own chain or us uh you know maybe a layer two where it's very very cheap to transact and now all of a sudden all of the the cars that you buy in gta online are owned to you and you could sell that car to somebody else for you know ethereum or, or whatever they're you know layer three, I guess maybe currency would be for their in-game uh, metaverse. Uh, you know, the, that would be very frictionless because it would all be done on a game that already exists mm-hmm. and people have already mm-hmm. accepted, adopted, and loved. Um, love to add game. on, yeah. Critters, I mean, we, you know, you
1: and I just, we crow yeah, out critters every morning. Like, how can this not work? People love Minecraft. The, the real killer angle here, and yes, the dynamics of rent, all the financial stuff is like next level engineering but the the killer feature here is that people like to play minecraft this is it that's all people like to play that game period
0: period let's, let's actually let's just jump into that conversation we'll skip wgmi because i'm just gonna say some green some red some up some <laughs> down blah 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 um but we you know like to just go over it but yeah um critters is a, a prime example of why something like this works we've seen tons of alpha members jump into it um i think it's playing on a nostalgia of people that used to play minecraft and it's very easy for them to go like oh this is you know this is familiar to me i like doing this and now i have a good reason to do it uh the renting mechanics have been absolutely brilliant for, you know, people that don't want to. At this point, pony up the uh dollars $9,000 per critter, uh, you know, you can earn, you can sell that into the liquidity pool for real money. You can earn plot or you can mint plots to, uh, you know, kind of stake your claim in the land and turn it into a longer term investment. Uh, and more importantly, you just get to play Minecraft while you're doing it. And one of the things that I think is so sticky about it, and one of the things that I think World of Warcraft initially captured uh so strongly in in you know the m- massively multiplayer online games way back when in the uh you know the mid 2000s was this social experience where you either had real life friends that were playing it with you, or you made online friends that you kind of ended up, you know, forming your guilds with and whatnot. Um, and you put time together and it took time to level up. It took time to accumulate stuff. And that time was basically an investment in the game and the economy, but there was no way to extract value from that time that you put in other than, you know, buying new stuff in the game or playing the new expansion. And and that, this made things really sticky. It made it really, really hard to walk away from just simply because uh, clicking the uninstall button or clicking the unsubscribe button in World of Warcraft means that you were walking away from all of that time you put in and the social experience and uh, you know the social network that you've accumulated over those times. I think... Um, minecraft in an online setting is doing somewhat of the same thing like you mine for resources or goods you trade them you exchange them you build things you have this attachment to the things that you've created and you've produced and you know leaving the server or selling your critter or you know not not renting it again or whatever is basically your signal that you're ready to walk away from it now if you have people that you've been working on it with you're walking away from them too and i think that's one of the reasons that that mine uh, that critters has really kind of captured lightning in a bottle there. Now, the one thing that it's added in terms of the blockchain is that block that you produce can now be you know sold for into the liquidity pool. Um, so now all of that time that you've put into the game, all of that energy that you've put into the game, you now can recuperate in the form of Ethereum um, when you're ready to kind of exit. And I think that is also powerful too, because you're making way for somebody else to uh, to 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 buy into it. And now you'll often you'll get a lot of people saying, "Well, like you know, they didn't put the work into it. Like that's it's pay to win or whatnot." I, I sort of get it, but we do this all the time in life. People exchange time for money and energy and know how. Um, You know, if somebody earns a million dollars a year as the CEO of a company, but they want to kick back and play Minecraft at night to relax or whatever, um, but they don't have the time to accumulate plots, they don't have the time to build a massive castle that they want to live in, but they have the money to pay somebody to do it for them or that's already done it, they'll gladly do it. And that person now has the financial incentive um, to have participated in this ecosystem and, you know, maybe it changes their life outside of it. So I actually think that these are the kind of things that we're working towards in terms of like saying like, why would anybody play, or why would anyone get paid to play Minecraft? Or why would anyone pay or get paid to to play these metaverse games or grand theft auto? And it's simply because there's always somebody at the other end of the transaction that is willing to pay for your time. Right. And the second that that stops being a proposition, then maybe the economy starts to to collapse and the idea of it starts to become worthless. But as long as there is that I will pay money for the time that you have put into it proposition, these things will exist. That's basically what getting a job is. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Perfect.
0: Perfect analogies. So, yeah, that's 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 my feeling as to why something like Critters works, why you'll see a lot more of these, why Ether Orcs has worked um, in the past is just because, you know, y- you can attest to this. You've put time, energy, and money into this thing. We'll just air quote and call it a hobby. Um, and, and now somebody that's on the outside looking in is saying, I kind of want to see what this Orcs is about. Like, I want to participate in it. Well, there's only so many Orcs you can have, so you have to buy it from somebody. Um, and that time and energy that you've put into it is is extracted in terms of the ETH that you sell it for. So um, I think it's very interesting. I think there's a, a million ways that this could go. I think it's an, an inevitability. Um, and I think that these big companies that are kind of positioning themselves in blockchain are aware that eventually they're going to lose control of their ecosystems. Uh, they just have to figure out how to sit on top of it and take a percentage transaction, much like OpenSea does in terms of uh, trading NFTs. So I don't know if you have anything else you want to add on to that. I wasn't reading the chat while I was going on. Did Icon end up uh, answering anything?
1: Yeah, I mean Icon. You know, he he said that every on-chain game project could look into speaking with the traditional gaming companies, not just Ether orcs. I was speaking more to whether if you had any colors to the team is actually thinking about that going in that direction. But again, you know, don't don't say anything. You can't. Um, he said something very interesting to me. What you what you need to keep into account is that ETH or Ethereum is a no go for console integration. I'd love for him to elaborate on that. But what he did say in regards to Ether Orcs is that what we can see with Ether Orcs, however, is the use of their NFTs as the metaverse was prophesied. So if you hold the NFT, you could enter, say, one of Square Enix's or Ubisoft's games Gain Zug in that game to afterwards repurpose that currency for what you wish. You know whether it's purchasing something in game or selling off that currency. Um, so that is very interesting. Uh, yeah, we gotta definitely have Icon on for a long, a long gaming discussion one day. I, I, I could talk about this stuff for
0: for hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you have, okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, it's, it's, they're, they're great topics and ether Orcs has really kicked off something special. Um, actually we, nice little segue into the, uh, the hunger brains thing. I don't know if Mr. Bean is uh, listening or out there. I did DM you a restream link. If you want to jump in, I was trying to like coordinate with him. Um, about jumping on the show because he stumbled across something very, very interesting um, last night while we were all waiting to mint. But uh, to kind of catch you up to speed, originally they were going to mint on Monday. Uh, That did get pushed back until Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, It kind of led up to it and they needed a a couple more hours. I think they were kind of pushing back so that they weren't minting. There was three mints going on at seven. Uh, Gas was very, very high. Uh, and despite the fact that this is a pre-sale, it is an over, just oversubscribed pre-sale. And uh, I think that they wanted to just avoid a gas war on top of the gas war. So they pushed it back to 10 p.m. Eastern. Now, we were all in the voice chat in uh, the DJ and Dojo in the Moon Lounge and, um, you know, waiting for this to go live. And we we're like, oh, you know, you're wallet is not on the whitelist and or or there was no mint button at the time sorry and uh, and mr. Bean actually ended up uh, clicking on oh I see him uh, he just messaged me I'll just see if he can jump in right now because I want to hear it from his uh, side of the story but what ensued from there was uh, a kind of fireworks there was a lot of confusion there was a lot of panic uh and uh a lot of screaming of rug and whatnot but the uh the team behind uh hunger brains um is is not nobody do you want to kind of outline a couple of the people involved in uh in hunger brains um not on the dev side but on the kind of the uh you know face of it side
1: Yeah. I mean, this is a team from NVHQ, the metaverse headquarters. If you don't know, this is a very, very reputable alpha group that is very well known. Its members are respected. And while most people in crypto are not fully doxxed, these people have very, very lofty and valuable reputations that are well known across every niche of the industry. Now I'll give you a timeline here from my vantage point, which was I had seen a tweet thread at about 8:30 p.m. Now this was supposed to be launched at 7. They pushed it back for technical reasons they didn't tell us about yet. First uh, minor red flag there, what's going on. Then I see a tweet thread that we will repost in the general chat that outline a lot of red flags according to this person in regards to they hadn't uploaded the contract, um, they had oversubscribed the whitelist. There were a few, quite frankly, valid points that were brought up that had this person saying they were excited to mint and they weren't going to anymore. I read it. I shared some of his concern, but given how well I knew the team and I don't mean personally how well I understood the team's reputation, (laughs) it did not faze me in the least. I said, whatever. You know, these things are 007 oh seven. I'm minting them regardless uh, of what this thread says. Now, we're all in voice chat. Right. 10 p.m. rolls around. They're late. And I mean, we were all in. But this this was billing to be a very, very hot drop. And as we said, given it was oversubscribed as a whitelist, we were all debating how big is the gas war <laughs> going to be? Because whitelist or not, it seemed like we were going to have to fight some people to get these things now. Five minutes goes by, 10 minutes goes by, and then all of a sudden, Mr. Bean, who is a very... Oh, good. Mr. Bean has joined us here on yeah, the show. We we got Shall I let you take it? Did you hear what I had set up to this point, Mr. Bean? Uh,
3: for the most part, I think so. so Great. Yeah. So,
1: yes, I am right at the point where you typed in slash game. Take it away
3: all right so what happened was people were complaining first of all i don't really get much whitelist so i was like excited to like finally get something but what happened was uh when i was like looking through the chat everyone was like saying shit about the project because i guess people they didn't uh release the contract yet so then i was kind of messing around on the website trying to find stuff so i literally just put in slash game and it was like that bare game project just it was all there like front-end code and then it actually would even make a back-end request to uh, the Ethereum API. So
1: pause here for a second, Mr. B, and I just want to keep everyone in the audience up to date. After Wolf Game came out, which you're all probably very familiar with, there was a string of derivatives. Some of them seem well cared for, and some of them were pretty much just copy paste with new art, really low effort stuff, of which Bear Game was one of them there was a there were there was so much you know rancor and mild controversy and it failed and the, the same exploits were just a, a heap of just like oh my god this bear game nonsense and then you type in slash game and what pops up on this screen that we're all waiting for this new hot <laughs> cookie, but bear game all right i'm sorry go ahead continue
3: <laughs> yeah so i have uh, two buddies ryan and jay and we were both looking forward to this but what happened was i'm like guys wait second because i was in a different shot and uh i did slash game it had all the bear game stuff but like the texture on it was horrible because they didn't import any of the photos or anything and then i uh literally just right clicked and looked at the networking tab and it would actually make an a request to the ethereum api and it the in the parameters of it it was actually like literally the bear game uh contract so if you look at what someone i guess said in chat someone said they actually connected their uh, wallet and they could see their fishermen.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the (laughs) things that were existing in the bear game ecosystem were uh, um, like up on there. And at first we were like, hold on, hold on, maybe somebody typed in the wrong, address and like th- this was before you cleared it up but like no it was like hunger brains with a z dot com <laughs> exactly. slash game we were going there uh you you dropped it in the their discord and were like you were like instabanned the anybody band that like re- reacted to it, it was instaband and everybody caught wind of this uh it turned into an absolute uh pandemonium it was very very chaotic um but i think uh you know it's kind of it's kind of cooled down and we were the conversation kind of just shifted into like this like maybe it's unfortunate but we're like you know let's get to the bottom of this let's look who's behind it and let's see like what could actually be going on here like is this malicious like are these big names of mvhq actually trying to rug us when you know at the end of the day the total mint would have been 690 ETH, which is no small amount of money uh but to some of these people in the space Kind of is, if I'm being honest with you, uh, especially when you chop it up. But uh, but yeah, so um, how late did you stay up for uh, to this, Mr. Bean? Like, there was a little bit more. They ended up getting their proper UI uh, uploaded. It seemed like there was maybe some issues with the devs.
1: Well, yes. we, we got that. They finally, like, after they had taken the, sit, the site down, the site comes back up. And where the Bear Game page was... There's now a mint page. The, the game... The I actually have that up on screen gone. right now, yeah. Right. And this mint page pops up that looks completely legit, exactly what we would have expected to see. And now everyone's scrambling, trying to figure out, like... What the hell happened? And they gave us a semi-technical explanation that we're not going to take at face value, but Mr. Bean, can you can you kind of give the semi-technical explanation and maybe I'll try to simplify it for the audience
3: afterwards. Yeah, pretty much what happened was on Twitter, the guy responded to me with the screenshot and he was like, oh, we paid a guy to do our UI and he just used the base template from the Bear Game one, which still wouldn't make sense to me at all. But yeah, that's kind of like, why it looked like that right
1: so from a from a layman's point of view who doesn't understand this technical stuff and someone who has hired devs and web people to work in the past it sounded to be and i'm not saying i believe them what i'm saying is what they were trying to tell us was that a dev who they were trying to explain the whole concept of like this is what a game is this is what we do he needed a, a placeholder for the site So that he had a template of what they were working on, what they were going to do. We're assuming this dev had no idea what like a wolf game was like. This is just for him to have a reference point as he's developing this thing he he left it there it was not changed they did not check this before they went to go launch the site and mr bean uh discovered it put it up and and that's what caused all of this this was their explanation am i am i saying that correctly mr Bean?
3: yeah the main problem i have with all this is it's kind of just a shitty thing to do because first of all they obviously didn't care enough because they didn't do anything in test mode they literally just pushed everything to production mode which is just not what you're supposed to do and then even if you look now you can actually see the contract and the few people who made it were testing it on the main net because you can see on your screen of r2 it literally says survivors 63 and then yeah yeah, yeah they have I was changing live yeah, yeah. exactly As we so they were they yep. were testing everything live which is just something you shouldn't do mm-hmm. so Honestly, this probably is not a actual like it's not gonna drain your wallet if you meant but I mean, do you really wanna give these people money who half assed everything and maybe outsource everything? They're probably being pretty shady. Just doesn't really make sense to me.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. I I mean I'm, I I'm so conflicted, right? Because you know the the NFT like trader and you know participant in me has seen this time and time again and the unfortunate reality is that these always do uh end up, you know, bouncing back. But I just like I don't know. I I, I maybe this is too forgiving. Um if and I think this was part of the discussion we were having last night on the voice chat was that if these were like actual nobodies um, this would be dead in the water, right? We would have yeah. we
1: would have been gone at 10.30. We wouldn't have waited yeah. another minute after that Have We would have been like, oh, we got something fun to talk about on the show tomorrow. Good night, everybody. Let's let's get going. This is the only reason we stuck around is the reputation of, yeah. of, of the creators here. And you know, I personally am not conflicted in the least. And I'll lay out the reasons and, and tell you exactly why. Now, I regard the Ether Orcs team. As the penultimate, the penultimate model. Not just for competency in P2E, but, you know, I've talked with these guys. They don't bullshit. They're not liars and they're not opportunists. In fact, they really screwed themselves early on with zero percent royalties and kind of doing too much for the community in that sense. Uh, they've since changed that and they are now at least making some money to um, to <laughs> to fund what they're doing here. But coming back to this. These guys, Grape Dutch and and the team from MVHQ, they have had these contracts audited and watched along the way by Wrangler and probably other members of the Ether Orcs team who I trust implicitly. And while all of this was going on, they were typing in their orc Alpha chat saying, guys, you know, don't believe any. They didn't know they didn't know the specifics of how it was found and, and what was going on when they said this. Keep in mind. But they were saying, guys, we've looked at all the code. It is not copy paste. None of this is what it seems. The team is not bullshitting you, et cetera, et cetera. Now, quite frankly, that's enough on its own for me to say, I don't really care what happened here. I'm sure it was some sort of mistake or bullshit. But I'm max minting regardless. On top of that, let's think about the model we've seen over and over again with a hot project. Some ridiculous, unforeseen thing happens during launch. It causes intense FOMO. Excuse me. It causes fear where a lot of people don't want to mint now because of the thing that happens. But of course, you're talking to a bunch of DJs and there's always going to be a large swath of people who don't give a shit and are just going to mint because over time you just mint everything and one is a lotto ticket, right? That's just your mentality. So... As people start minting this thing, I believe anybody who was hesitant or scared as they start to see it sell out, they're going to start to rush. Okay, and that's going to be a gas war. And then people who would have gotten it had they been brave enough to get early are going to miss it. And that's gonna cause secondary FOMO. And then when we find out this is a well written contract, a competent game, and the team really just made an honest mistake, this thing is gonna moon something fierce. So, if
0: if we find out.
1: Yeah. So personally <laughs> I uh uh-huh. so personally I True. I will max I am not saying anybody else should do this. I'm giving you my frame of mind and why. To me, I, I'm not concerned about what happened. I'm not judging anybody else's opinion. But to me, the big thing here is I, I do not believe the orc, the ether orcs team who have so much to lose, so much to lose by tying themselves <laughs> to something like this would put their necks out on the line. You know, if they had been fooled okay and had been consulting and they were fooled they wouldn't come out in the middle of it and say oh this isn't right they would you know start making private phone calls like what the fuck is going on here what you know what did you get us into blah blah blah. i come i implicitly trust wrangler on the orc team and i will max mint these at noon eastern time when they drop today (laughs) (laughs) mr
0: Mr. bean Welcome, Welcome to, to Alpha to Mint, Alpha my friend. friend. That was that incredible, was though. That Yo, like...
1: thank you. so. You, abs- you are a king. You absolutely killed it. You, you literally broke one of the bigger stories so far of the new year uh, right on the Alpha Mint voice chat. Uh, for anybody who's listening, it was really incredible and remarkable to be part of. So thank you, Mr. Bean. Uh, well done, sir.
3: Yeah, it was good talking to y'all. Have a good one.
0: Yeah, you too, man. man. Thanks so much for jumping up here with us. I appreciate that a lot. We'll, uh, We'll talk to you soon, all right? Peace. Um yeah this was a just an interesting day. I'm I'm not I I probably not going to end up minting these but I more so because I have a, a dentist appointment that I can't get out of. Run by real life baby. Run, <laughs> Run by real life. life. <laughs> I was like god do I push back this shit for a, yeah I don't know whatever. <laughs> um it was a it was a crazy story. I I do love that like you know like Mr. Bean or like people in the community can can find this stuff and hold these people accountable. I I do have such conflicting um, feelings towards like, you know, is just giving them my ETH signaling that we don't care that people operate in this way uh no. was it an honest mistake was it yeah. you know I, I, I i'm i'm just kind of talking through it i'm not even <laughs> taking a stance on it because at this point it doesn't matter what i yeah. do because i can't mint it anyways um but yeah but it was crazy so uh you know but sh- shout out to mr bean and i thanks thank you for yeah, taking you, your sir. time to uh to come up here because honestly like uh, i could have typed in hunger brain slash game and saw that but i wouldn't have even known what to do with that information and he was like you know finding that it was linking back Back to the original Bear Game contract. He was like inspecting the element and finding stuff like that's actually just really incredible work. So, um, yeah, Greg, welcome to the, uh, the Moon Lounge, my friend. Thank you so much. Um, we are sitting at about an hour, so I guess we should get through uh kind of the last of the stuff that happened yesterday. I don't have a ton of color on this, but the Rug Radio Genesis NFT, which was uh, mintable through the Rug Radio Mint Pass did end up going down. It was a .111 mint. Uh, it is sitting at .263 now. They are unrevealed. I don't know what's going to be revealed about them. I don't know if there's uh, anything behind it. Maybe it's like a microphone like the Pepsi one is or whatnot, but I don't think that that is the important part of these Um, NFTs. uh, Did you end up minting yours? I'm having some issues minting mine. Uh, Yes. And I'll tell you why you're having some issues.
1: It seems like nobody can pull off a smooth launch uh, nowadays, but uh, for rope hopped on spaces while these when they were a little late, Uh, I want to say 10 to 30 minutes late, I don't quite remember, they were supposed to go up at a certain time, it was running late, he hopped on the spaces. And there was a glitch in the contract where if you held multiple rug radio passes, you could not mint. um, Excuse, you know, there's two, there's the rug, you had to have the rug radio membership pass to now mint this new thing or whatever that you paid 0.111 for it. Now, if you had one, you could mint easily yesterday. Many people had multiples and the function to mint multiples at once was broken. So Farouk went on spaces. He told everyone, if you own more than one, no hurry, uh, please go mint them today. Uh, I minted mine yesterday because I had sold my other two uh, before this minting event. So I did mint my one. I got them both in my wallet and essentially the value in that original pass um has now been transferred over to the new one. The, they were sitting between like 0.3 and and sometimes a little bit over before this and now the new ones are 0.25 and the old ones are 0.05 to 0.1. So
0: yeah, I just get some kind of like security warning when I try to do the mint thing on um on, on Rug Radio.
1: Multiples or or you have one? No, I have two. Yeah, that it, maybe it's because you're you have two, you have to.
0: But I couldn't even I I, I couldn't even mint the original free one that I was pre pre-sailed for. Like something about my browser is not agreeing with whatever. I, I have no idea. I need somebody with technical ability to help me out. But uh, I want to mint these, so I'll try and get that nailed down today. Um, but yeah, I mean, it seemed to seem to be doing pretty well. I just, uh, if you are buying um, the original passes, there is a way to check and make sure that uh, it has not been kind of used, so to speak. Um, but yeah, I, I'm interested to see where this go. Cass brought up a, a good point that this is going to be an interesting platform that maybe even we should look into for the show. Uh, so we'll do some exploration on that too. But uh, yeah, pretty cool that that dropped yesterday. Uh, caked ape, uh, caked apes official dropped yesterday too cake apes. um those are pre-reveal right now but those were something that i saw a lot of alpha minters in the degen dojo uh minting down did you end up grabbing any of these i know that you're not a huge fan of doing derivatives although i must um admit and i think we might be on the same page as each other here they do look pretty good
1: yeah i i'm not a fan of minting derivatives not as some sort of like moralistic position they bore me most of them like i just they don't they don't entice me these i liked a lot they looked great unfortunately i wasn't around um for the mint i don't know what they're sitting at at their pre-reveal still right now i'm guessing
0: they are pre-reveal so they minted at 0.069 eth um so the same price that hunger brains is going to for mm-hmm. uh they are sitting 318 wow. pre-reveal so yeah nice little cook there uh, volume 800 eth yeah so i mean I would these, have uh, meant
1: yesterday i you know it's not i'm been, not anti-derivative yeah. i'm just anti-boring derivative these these are great I would
0: yeah i love the um uh, the color schemes on these yeah, the colors. i love like big bold colors like popping mm-hmm. neon and and Honestly, like they, they seem to have put some effort into the traits that they've done and they're not just rehashed yeah. over and over again. Like there is actually some, uh, you know, artistic value going on here. Uh, yeah. So I like them. So congrats to anybody that got in. Uh, let us know if you are holding these, if you sold them already, uh, you know, if you're you're going to wait for the reveal, what you're looking for. Uh, throw that in the chat and I'll pull some of the answers up and uh, I'm really interested to see where you guys are at with that another great project that launched yesterday um, was the laidback llamas another one that looks <laughs> really good this <laughs> is a high quality 3d profile picture art of llamas um you were kind of uh, you know put them akin to uh what's that movie emperor's new groove uh, you know <laughs> yeah they- it's a- They're spitting image for that Disney movie, but, you know, that they look so
1: good. Yeah, (laughs) they look so, so good. They remind me of those Crypto Bull. What what was that one? The Crypto Bulls, uh, the Primal. I I think they're better than Primal. You know, those Primal Apes are scary looking like they're very, very detailed. These have this nice cartoonish plasticity going on, which I think is like more palatable for most people. And uh, the, the traits look fabulous, so well done. Um, llamas are funny; they're goofy, they're cool, and I think that they'll be decent in the in the PFP bubble. I, I, yeah, they, I, I think they will. I mean, I want to see it. And again, it's I still think that two D art is is better. In a PFP, but like it is better. But you know, trends change and tastes change. And as far as it goes, I think these will look pretty damn good in the PFP bubble compared to most 3D art.
0: Yeah, these did a great job of actually like kind of making a caricature of a llama. Um, there's you know, there's lots of parts of this that they can do well with different traits and whatnot, like the fur being a different color or a different style. Obviously, hats. You know, the mouths are really well done. This is like just really, really good art um mm-hmm. and as i was scrolling through them i noticed like this and which i have up on screen right now is you have this guy who looks super sick like he's got the cool glasses uh you know the multicolored fur he's got some eth uh dog chains on like that and then you scroll down right below and one that is a completely different style di- different color scheme um taking on like the lord of the rings uh ringwraith kind of style armor and whatnot looks equally as sick but i mean these two things could not look more different from each other right and
1: they have different utility based on the type of llama you get so there are laid-back llamas and then there are boss llamas so if you get a boss llama they're they're one of one ultra rares um you get vip access to the llama land festival which will or will not ever happen (laughs) uh and you know this, this this seems to be a bit roadmap heavy, but who gives a shit? The art is so good, right? I think people say the art doesn't matter. Nonsense. Art sells out a project and it makes people want to buy it.
0: You know what? I still don't get why projects do these like laid back llamas, roadmap. Oh, maybe this isn't it. You remember when roadmaps used to be there? Like ten percent of mint will do this, twenty percent of mint will give away an ETH, thirty percent of mint. Like, are you just are you you're, are you assuming that your project's not going to mint out, and so you have to have Ugh. these like yeah. cheap yeah, little yeah, that's, milestones that's all the way? That, that I thought that that's what this was, but this is not the uh, the case. This is like
1: no, these uh, look perfect. The percentage up
0: the roadmap. Yeah, uh,
1: pix uh, Pixel Quest or PX Quest was minting at the same time. It pushed Gway to like six thousand, and even I didn't want to get um, get back into get into that type of gas war for these projects I hadn't heard of. Well, I liked them, I, did, I didn't want to exactly war for these until I knew what was going on here. And I don't like Pix uh, PX Quest in the least. I think that the the big headed uh, aesthetic is stupid, but these. Um, these were fabulous, and I wish I had gotten some. They're both they're both sitting, respectively, above mint on the secondary, but that is largely due to the giant gas war uh, for all these things. So we'll see how they
0: perform. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, Drip called made a good point too. You just said, you know, the plasticity look kind of ties back to the the childhood days of playing with like the figurines and stuff like that too. And I, I, right. you know, I it, I, I agree. It makes them very and approachable, more Pixar very comfortable, than, right? Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. 100% so. It
1: feels more Pixar and, and just more relatable than, like, Planet of the Apes realism, which is cool and stunning. But again, you know, we're out here having fun on the internet. It's all about, like, what image do you want to give off? I think most people like the, like, lighthearted.
0: Oh, dude. This is cool, huh? I just realized that they're, like, the, the pre-reveal thing is animated, too. That looks good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, you know what honestly if I had m- able to mint these I would be holding them through reveal we've seen uh, a bunch of these projects uh, the 3D kind of cute high quality render trend do very very well uh i think that this fits that niche to a T and i i for some reason think that if there's a pullback after the reveal it will be short-lived again like we do that not nfa kind of thing i have no skin in this game so like take it with a grain of salt right. uh if if i did i would probably be looking to hold these for a while mm-hmm. we've seen we've seen projects like this go up to two ETH with no issues um <laughs> Ironically enough, we checked back on that crypto champions, and they did absolutely did not go to to, to eat. So that, was, right, uh, that art is no. remotely comparable to crypto bull society. Or yeah, or, not, gonna, I
2: mean,
1: not gonna. These, pull these are that up. great. This is you know this is high effort. This is good
0: art, man. This is good art. Perfect. All right, um, let's let's do our last uh, last little discussion of the day. We could riff for fifteen minutes on it. I will throw the uh, restream link up into the AM show chat if anybody wants to join us on stage. You're more than welcome to, and we always appreciate it. So I'm going to get that going in the uh, at the top there. The AM show. At pardon me. Oh, God like heartburn today or something um so that's up there feel free to jump in please i'm just going to reiterate that if you join us up on stage and you have discord on please turn your notifications off it is uh it's difficult to kind of listen to especially as we all of us have like 200 channels of discord and they ping a lot um and god Turn them off for your own sanity too (laughs) like it's a that sound like haunts me in my dreams i think but um but yeah so the link is in there so feel free to jump up and uh have a discussion with us um we wanted to uh talk about looks rare that was actually going to be at the beginning of the show but we started riffing on gaming and that's a-okay uh but this was uh it's been an incredible story and it continues to be an incredible story OpenSea rival Looks Rare tops $110 million in Ethereum NFT trading in one day. After airdropping its Looks tokens to OpenSea users, Looks Rare puts up big numbers as it aims to dethrone the leading NFT marketplace. Now, this is not without its. Um, um, you Contro- know not could not controversy there's some skepticism a lot of people were wash trading on there in in hopes to kind of game the rewarding the reward and system for wealth uh did. I don't know that all of them got the payout that they were promised because there are, there is some addendums in the, uh, nice. the, the help section that says, you know, well, it worked apparently, out for
1: apparently, us baby. <laughs> it
0: did. Yeah. So, but, but this is actually incredible because, you know, we talked about it a little bit on the show Well, we talked about it a lot on the last couple shows. Um, uh, you know, right now looks is, um, uh, sitting at 4.4 dollars uh, $4. and 30 cents right uh i entered the nft game relatively late in the year um in terms of like actually trading quite a bit and and participating in it um the modest amount that i feel like i did in the last couple months of the year uh got me 800 of these tokens the value of that now is eight 6, 6, 24, doing some mental math in there about thirty five hundred dollars right now um which is pretty incredible but as i kind of mentioned uh you know we all kind of rag on open time and time again for how how shitty their product is um and, and they're there was something that felt dirty to me about like just taking the free money, selling it and then just hopping on OpenSea and using it there. Right. So, you know, we did, did a little bit of digging. We've tried to participate in it, you know, following people on Twitter and whatnot. And like, I, I really actually do just think there's something special here. I, I bought a little bit more on top of it instead of selling it. And I have had them staked um, and at current value. Uh, you know, that just the amount that's been staked has earned me a couple of hundred dollars in like 30, uh, 48 hours of sitting there staked. And yeah. they've already started to do the weith offer or uh, the weath payout that they've promised. Now, for somebody like me who's holding still a pretty small chunk of them, I still got 0.012 in Weth, um basically sitting on my account for me to claim uh, anytime I want now maybe point zero one isn't that much but if I let that sit there for a year and and let's just assume that the volume on looks rare if they continue to be a competent team and and grow uh, their platform. Uh, you would assume that their volume continues to grow too, especially if the bull market for NFTs is extended. Uh, that number starts to maybe look like maybe it's 0.02 a day, maybe it's 0.05 a day. And you let that ride for a half a year, a year, that, that I mean, it's already more than OpenSea has ever given me other than, you know, the the platform to trade NFTs on. Um, but there's a lot here that is very pro NFT participant and I'm I'm loving it. I don't know about you.
1: I couldn't care less about OpenSea. And I don't I don't even I, I just don't even care about it in relation to looks rare. I had an aha moment this morning. You know, I've participated in a million year yield farms and you get paid in you know, XCRV and blah, blah, blah and looks and that. Da, da. And yes, obviously, you go to a DEX and you, you change it into ETH and it's real money and all that fun stuff. But when I came in this morning, and I have a a few accounts that were able to claim looks rare. And when I saw on my main one that I had a a mere, nothing crazy, $54 in WETH sitting there that I had already. I haven't done one transaction on this site. I tried to. The UX is, in my opinion, a little unusable right now for most things. Um, I didn't do anything but stake my coins there. Now, I've earned a lot more in looks if we do the dollar conversion but just that $54 in wealth made me go huh okay if i was bullish yesterday i am really bullish now i i had already staked it obviously that indicates i'm bullish but this is this is going to disrupt the current paradigm i, I am completely convinced of it I, it is remarkable um I know I, I know that volume is going to increase. i I think that the wash trading will probably stop because they they have protections in place, as you said, and it may not be quite as profitable as these people thought. But man, was it profitable for all of us? And we had a very good day yesterday. and I am beyond impressed by already the branding here the ux they have put up for all its faults is pretty much there it doesn't need a lot and on top of it this is nft royalty i mean quite literally the king right this is these people understand our industry as well as anybody on planet earth they've now put out a product that has that has given you know a free airdrop to everybody who participated in nfts last summer and I couldn't be more uh, excited about this project now looking out uh, the next few months.
0: Oh yeah, I mean this is uh, disruptive to say the least and th- this is the thing right like we've all craved that alternative to open sea even jet works. But a product like this that's actually giving back um, uh, is 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 going to be really important too. Uh, especially if you are you know trading huge volumes on OpenSea, shifting to that right. is going to yield you even more rewards in terms of their their tokenomics uh, structure. Um, but even just peel it back a little bit and simplify it, you know, let's talk about. Projects like Board Apes, right? Um, Board Apes trading on on Looks Rare rather than OpenSea is going to be a substantial amount of volume if that ever comes to fruition. But why does it benefit people that are trading Board Apes? Well, the base fee on Looks Rare is two percent versus the two two point five percent that exists on OpenSea. Does that half percent make a big difference? Well, yeah, it does. When you're talking about trading a million dollars, that half a percent is uh what, like five thousand dollars, right? Yep. That's a big deal, like to to earn back that or or not to be able to keep that extra five thousand dollars isn't nothing. The other thing is too, you're getting rewarded on the volume that you're trading on their platform in terms of their looks kind of payout, and the buyer is also doing the same thing too, right? so the incentive for You know, expensive PFP or expensive NFT projects to exist and operate on that platform is massive. And then, Consider the fact that private sales, which we often see, you know, hacks and and you know, all of these people losing their their NFTs because they've tried to facilitate a private sale to circumvent the you know two and a half percent open sea fee. Private sales that are negotiated on looks rare don't get a fee associated with them. And that's very powerful, pardon me, a very powerful incentive tool to have these giant um giant projects exist on looks rare and and you know utilizing their platform for it that will start to trickle down into smaller projects it just will the You're... other thing that I love about it is like you said you you have tangible weath in, in your account now mm-hmm. that you can use to spend this is that two and a half percent or two percent of open seas royalties being infused directly back into the NFT marketplace in a frictionless manner.
1: You it's brilliant guessed. You have just been turned into an early seed round investor in the hottest industry on the planet that Wall Street is absolutely rabid for any exposure in. You were just made an early seed round investor because of your history on OpenSea. As this industry comes into its own, we all may have just been made millionaires. And I'm not even saying that as an exaggeration. You you are literally have part ownership in something that could be bigger uh, than OpenSea. That could be an exchange that rivals things like Robinhood. I mean, this is no this is no joke
0: oh yeah like i'm not i'm not in the business of creating price targets or anything like that but do i see you know can i could i see a world in which like the the looks token goes to you know we look back on it you know a year from now and say holy shit i should have loaded up more of this like because it's at a hundred dollars now two hundred dollars we saw that with solana right right we right. saw that with Solana. You look back on the chart a year ago and it was like pennies or, or or you know, under a dollar. And, you know, people that had conviction in that as a, a really strong NFT platform um, have been rewarded handsomely for it. Well, yeah, this it, is it, it, potentially a very, very strong NFT platform.
1: It's right yeah, there. In traditional markets, right? There's two ways to grow. You can either grow within your industry or the overall industry itself can be growing. And this is what you're going to see right now. You're talking about a small player with a ton of room to grow within the industry in an industry that's about to grow exponentially. This is like gasoline on top of gasoline, man. This is the real gas on the fire natter.
0: Well, we talk. (laughs) (laughs) all right all right we we talk about um you know open c setting records and volumes for you know a billion dollars or two billion dollars in a week and stuff like that that those numbers get traded hourly on some of these big coins on high volume days right like that there's yeah it's it's crazy so um anyways to say that i'm bullish on this in the least is uh is an understatement i'm watching (laughs) I, i do have the chart pulled up now and i i don't know it's just kind of like taking a dump live while we're like, um, talking about it. But yeah, I mean, it's still over $4 and yesterday it was at $3 and you know, who, who knows where this goes? I love it. Uh, and you know, my, uh, my, my, my goal is to try and just use looks rare as much as feasibly possible. Um, unless I have to use, that's, that's where I'm going with this right now.
1: Yeah. And don't watch the token Uh, to get 100 X. You're going to have to go through about 1350 percent drawdowns on the way up. So if you value your uh, your your cardiovascular system, just don't watch is the best, uh, best advice.
0: Yeah, we have some interesting comments going on here. Recency bias um, from watching other recent airdrops pump and dump probably led to a lot of early paper hands on looks wholeheartedly agree. you know uh oh yeah chris i i wanted to give a shout out to chris as well um great alpha mint moon lounge member he uh has a show on um I don't know if this is on benzinga or not but he's inter interviewing an early investor and looks rare at 2 p.m today if anyone has questions for me like definitely reach out to chris and uh give him some questions if you have a a strong feelings or or a strong curiosity about that platform i'm definitely going to have to tune into that show and see uh what they have to say as well because like i I just this is uh this is important at least to me i just i you know we make our livelihoods on nfts and you know somebody has plopped down something that uh is is very pro nft participant uh you got to take it seriously yep so i I don't know anything else that you want to add on to that like um you know what's any features that you would love to see them integrate or uh you know add in i would love to see them just not have a floor price, but I guess maybe the, uh, the ask the, the blanket, um, project with offer bid, uh, might actually become that in a, in a roundabout way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: I, I, I can see that happening. I, I, one of the few ones I I just wanted to mention today too, was cat brick clubhouse. (laughs) This is really, really cool art that is very similar to Legos. So, We've seen there's the two most litigious entertainment properties in the world are Star Wars and Legos. You definitely don't want to mess with either of uh, either of those properties when you go out into the world. Um, But these look really good. Like they they're blue. They have cool cat vibes that I don't know if it came out of that community, but I know the community is supporting it. They just look great. They're 3D, it's the right meta, and it's the right type of 3D that's going to be very recognizable in the PFP bubble. It's simple, it's bold, and they look great. I mean, that they kind of remind me of the Animos that just debuted as well, which are seeing a little pullback. And if you want to know something I may go shopping for today, it would be an Animo, which I just love, especially if we could drive these little things around the metaverse. So cool, if you don't know what those are. They're like little little figures and animals in, in these like tanks and robots you could drive around, but look at these, uh, cat bricks. They are so cool. They're really good looking. I, I want one public mint is today. Everything of this type of quality looks to be gassy. Um, so I expect that I suppose you have uh, fat tail risk here with lego coming in and i'd be worried
0: about that yeah
1: and dcma because they are notoriously notoriously strict but boy do these look look i guess
0: there's enough like lego derivatives out there that exist too that maybe they they can't. Um, Maybe I don't know. They they are. Good. I mean, there's like all those like mega blocks. Yeah. Blah blah yep. blah. Like even Roblox to a certain extent, kind of ripped off the the characters of the Lego. Um, uh character so i I, maybe that's something that they can't uh actually control uh but boy these uh these are uh, these are the exact models of the lego yeah this um, is there's
1: nothing changed here like kind of unfortunately for them like if you look at this thing spinning around here that is most definitely a lego figure Mm -hmm. um it's just a cool cat so
0: but I guess if we want to tie this back to our previous conversation, sure, OpenSea might take it down, but is this something that exists on Looks rare because it can? Well,
1: you know, uh, may, yeah, they're great point. I think, you know, point. they have the Art Wars project up there. And, and how was. about this? If I was sitting there at Lego right now, I would go, wait a minute, why don't we get on the phone with Cool Cats right now?
0: Oh, true, yeah.
1: What think do you know? That. Think about. Look, well, think about this, guys. <laughs> there, this is, you know, this is one reason I'm so bullish on lemons. OK, the creatives that are getting into NFTs and making these properties, they would traditionally go into these corporate uh, situations where they'd be the artists for Legos. They'd be the artists for Disney. You know what I mean? This is this is what's going to happen is that All these these NFT properties that get this type of like licensing juice behind them, we're going to see Lego cool cats. I bet you this inspires Lego cool cats. Legitimate. Go to the toy store and buy them in the box. Lego cool cats. How um, if you don't think every cool cat owner on Earth would ape the shit out of that, you are crazy. This is this is going to be huge, guys. I'm, I'm so bullish, man.
0: I just found out that I could put a uh, which way are we here? Chat wow. overlay up on cool. uh, on that's cool. Oh, we'll figure out how to use that a little bit better. That's pretty cool. Um, I also heard rumors that there might be a way to in integrate Discord chat into this, too. That would be pretty dope. Mm. Um, anyways, that's not a, <laughs> I going to detail on that on the, uh, the stream. That's not what oh you guys God. are here for. Um, OK, so nobody's come up on stage with us today. That is quite all right. Uh, we always love to hear from you guys, but not a big deal. Uh, Free Mark, what's uh, what's your plan for today? You want to or what are you what are you up to? What do you what do you all
1: right? So uh, everybody, if you don't know, I usually hop on something called the Morning Squeeze, which is a daily lemon, little lemon friend space is run by unofficial dev Michael Reap. And today is going to be a very, very special show. He is having the founder of NFT NYC. On the morning squeeze, it's going to be uh, I am co-hosting this. It's going to be an AMA. Uh, If you have any questions about the last NFT NYC, what's going to be happening uh, at the next one? They have changed the date to June of next year. So it's actually coming pretty soon. We had the last one in November. This is going to be in June this year, so I will post links on my Twitter. I will drop it um, in the general chat. Tune into that. I think it's going to be a great show, and it does r- run right up to conflict with uh, Hunger Brains, which I will be, as I said earlier, max minting at twelve. I do have whitelist. This is a fully um allow list project in which I anticipated to sell out there I don't think there will be any left for a public sale and that's kind of the, the cook I'm going to be watching today and then we got cat bricks later
0: so that should be my day oh we didn't even fucking talk about Azuki, did we
1: no Oof. Oh you, man! Huge drop today, guys. Uh, Dutch. Yeah, sorry.
0: We just invited Josh up here, but I just want to talk about this real quick because sure. it's it's one that we can't not mention on the show. Um, I had the tab pulled up, and I must have just skipped right over it. Um, but uh, yeah, Azuki dropping today um i will just quickly go over the uh, the fine details and let you go on it free market because you probably have a better take on it than i do uh, but this is a dutch auction starting at 1 p.m eastern time it is going down by 0.05 every 20 minutes until it reaches a low of 0.15 based on the hype that this has received the quality of art that this is and their lofty goals of what they intend for this project to be which is like a you know preeminent brand of the the metaverse and nfts um and the hype that's kind of following it i gotta believe that this is probably going to mint out at one eth uh there is eight i think this is an 8888 uh 8700 sorry will be available um if this doesn't mint out by 0.95 i will be shocked
1: yeah, this is the first high profile Dutch auction of the new bull market, you know, and you can chart a bull market on on how people mint, right? We saw when when you come out of a bear market, right, there's not a lot of scammers and opportunists planning things during a bear market. They're, they don't think that way. They, they move to wherever the hot money is in the moment. The people who build when things go quiet are the true passionate uh, creators and builders who are building real projects. That's why when we come out of those periods, people will price aggressively at 0.02, but it'll be a lot of great projects. These aren't just like, you know, low effort cash grabs. And as the market develops, people, you know, and all of the opportunists and scammers have rushed back into NFTs, well, they price everything at 0.02. So now the differentiator for a, a project that's quality is going to be raising its price. You know, we see uh, PX Quest, we see Hunger Brains. We Now we see that the mints people are looking for are the ones that price themselves like they're worth something. OK, so now we're entering a new phase in the market. This is the first high profile Dutch auction of this bull phase. I do agree. You know, it has the je ne sais quoi. I never know how to tell people like what makes good art, but you look at this and you just know, yep, this is, this is going to be something. Um, I do believe it is going to sell out close to its one ETH uh, starting mint. And it looks to be a very nice cook. I mean, it has, it has everything going for it. Well, I don't know a ton about the project my favorite reason to rush into something i don't have a ton of info about is the people i see talking about it and i trust the people i see talking about it so if your liquidity situation deems you eligible for this mint i would definitely give it a shot i'll be minting one at 1e and we will see yeah you're going to go for it eh yes sir I'll, i was I'm actually gonna ape. i'm going to mint one but we'll see where it goes i think this is as has a potential to be one of those like three to four ETH projects kind of right off the bat, given the, the profile and the art. If I, uh,
0: if I make it home uh, in time for this drop, I will probably be doing that too. Um, Fuck. I'm never scheduling anything on a
1: Wednesday. (laughs) Oh, but no more. We can't take care of our bodies. We just have to sit in front of our.
0: Yeah. No, It's like one of these things. I'm like, what am I doing? I actually have to do this because like (laughs) I talked to them yesterday. I actually asked to reschedule yesterday for, for a different reason. And they're like, yeah, it won't be until April. I'm like, fuck, man, I gotta do it." whatever okay anyways josh welcome thank you for your patience my friend gm your
1: s is very calm today
0: josh yeah when you start chill talking. vibes
2: i know got that chill s now <laughs> <laughs> uh, gm guys GM, good morning. gm happy to be here you guys doing good sounds like it
0: yeah, we're doing great, man. How are you doing?
2: So, I actually I actually was requesting to speak to ask about Azuki. So, you guys kind of oh. kind of jumped in. You know anything deeper about the project? I only have surface uh, knowledge. I don't. I mean, I just randomly stumbled on it on Twitter a while ago because of people talking about the red bean. You know, yeah. it's kind of like a they've got their whole kind of thing going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I actually
0: I wanted to expand on that because I just noticed that too. When they were like, take the red bean, take the of red, red bean, right? This is a really well done website. It's clean. Uh-huh. It's got lots of like little nods to that stuff. They've definitely spent some time doing some world building in it. Um, and I I actually just really enjoyed clicking through it uh, before mm-hmm. the show and while you were uh you were kind of talking about it um even just you know like uh oh what oh, i can't can't find where i just highlighted it but like one of their things was like or like their core things was like only dope shit and i'm like i like only dope shit only dope shit.
1: <laughs> you're an easy target
0: yeah. i like only dope stuff you tell me you're only gonna do dope shit i mean like hell i mean give the people what they want <laughs> dope shit people want dope shit azuki it's <laughs> Let's go.
2: <laughs> so, I, my my one hang up on this project was the um was the visuals. So like I we've seen these PFP projects where it's like a drawing of a person in profile position, you know, like looking yes uh, looking yeah. to the side of the camera. Mm-hmm. That's what the art looks like, but I've seen little teaser videos with weird 3D stuff and all that. I just worry that if this launches and it's just essentially anime anime style characters in profile that that's going to be underwhelming like that's not gonna that that might lead to a little bit of a whoa kind of moment it was and i think people are so hyped by all the all the other art that they might not be honing in on hey what you're actually getting is just a, a face in profile that's
0: a good point yep Yep, um, I, I I guess the one thing that I would say is that they seem to be very centric on like style, fashion, having a brand. Um, so I think that like if they do the traits really well and, you know, uh, there's a lot of stuff that people are like, oh, like I want that bucket hat or like I want that, you know, that cap or or that uh, like this kind of like hoodie jacket style thing that they got going on there, which looks pretty good. Um, you know, I think when people feel like they can relate to those traits, you know, not only do they want to buy. It but they want to rock it as their PFP. But I mean I totally get it too. Uh historically the the side profiles haven't done great. I think Oni Force was uh one of the bigger ones. Is that right? And yep. uh yeah, it didn't
1: uh well it got up to seven before uh
0: before yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's so I'll
1: I'll take it. I'll yeah, take true, it. Sure,
0: sure, sure. Um nothing
2: wrong with seven ETH.
0: I thought you were in it for the art, man. No, honestly, these are these are these are pretty cool. But yeah, I totally get what you're saying too, and uh, you know what they're showing versus what you get might be two very different things, and it might be underwhelming. Good point. Don't know the answer. Yeah, but I, I
2: I should add to that. I'm definitely going to try to mint one. <laughs> yeah, no, that's no fair doubt about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they I think they do have a ton of potential. And just honestly, I think style goes a long way in this space. And yeah. it's, got, it's such a unique, cool style that people really like. Them. Well, That's know, enough to Yeah.
1: These represent us. Right. Like these are fashion items. These are clothes. Like we're not spending money on clothes anymore. We're spending money on on PFP bubbles. And it's it sounds a little ridiculous, but it actually makes a lot of sense. So.
0: Do you know what that kind of reminds me of, the style-wise? Um, uh, uh, what was that game, Mirror's Edge? Do you remember that? Did anyone play that? On, a, I think it was like a PlayStation Three or whatever. But it was like you're you're a parkour yeah. runner in this like cyberpunk future city. It was actually pretty cool. Um, yeah. Okay. But like I'm getting getting a lot of those vibes that so I'm trying yeah, to pull yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it, it's pretty cool. Very very highly stylized game. Um, and uh. Uh, always sketchy on yeah it's kind of like this like i don't know futuristic vibes running shit i don't know whatever <laughs> just just a thought cool Anyway.
2: same vibes same vibes cool well, man. that's all i had guys can't think of anything else but it was great chatting with you this morning and excited to try to mint one of these azukis and uh keep an eye on how all the other launches today go we've got a pretty busy day it seems like
0: yeah, it's yeah, gonna be a good one, then. It's gonna be a busy one, that's for sure, too. For sure. All right, Josh, thanks so much for coming up. We'll uh we'll we'll catch up with you soon. Um, I think on that note, free market, anything you want to uh finish us off with?
1: Uh, Yeah, guys, please go check out uh, Henry's or Lemenry's write-up in the community research that he does every day. Uh, This guy is a next-level analyst. He could be working for Goldman Sachs, but he has graced us with his presence and I read his uh, market roundup every day. So please go check that out if you're in the Moon Lounge. It's in the community research channel. Also, there is a raffle in the Moon Raffles channel for the Ours whitelist, which is gonna be the next big uh, treasure ecosystem drop. So if you are part of the Moon Lounge, please go smash that emoji and win yourself a whitelist spot. There are 15 to give away
0: the perks for holding a alpha mint moon lounge pass continue to uh to, yeah yeah no it's been great Honestly, we got four
1: big ones too i won't leak right now but uh moon lounge members are going to be very happy coming up
0: yeah for sure tons of tons of good stuff and even just the the value of the community and the networking alone has been more than worth it for for a lot of people so if you have any questions and you're not in the moon lounge please feel free to reach out to me on discord or free market or any of the team we'd love to give you a rundown on how all of that works and kind of what you get out of it and it is it's a great great spot um and if not you can uh, feel free to enjoy the general chat and the the, the community down there too lots of, lots of good stuff happening on Mint, free or not um I just want to thank everyone again for tuning in. We uh, we were at like 55, 60 viewers for most of the show, which is pretty incredible. Always appreciate that love and support. It's been a lot of fun being here on YouTube with you guys. Um, if I can ask you to, if you haven't done it before, please subscribe to us. It does help us out. And we were actually talking about uh, doing a pretty big giveaway for something um, if we reach a thousand subscribers on YouTube uh, whenever that ends up happening. But uh, but yeah, it does. it's just a little bit of support that we uh we appreciate and if not i'm not going to be overly offended either um uh, on that note this will be up on youtube in its entirety it'll be up on spotify apple Podcasts in its entirety too so if you tuned in late uh check it out we had a lot of good talk today um yeah it looks looks rare uh i'm not gonna go over it but a lot of a lot of good stuff free market you want to take us away
3: good luck at the tables DJs.